And we are back. Back at it. It is the Beer Bros on yet another Monday. Another Monday. Another. Uh, nope. Not it's not Manic Monday. No, I know. I, I listened to the episode. Did you? Let's see if you remember what um, you said. It's a it's Monday it's, Monday it's hashtag ma- Monday Monday. It's magical Monday. The weather's beautiful. <laughs> we are here. Oh, I like that. It is March twenty first. Uh, first day of spring was yesterday. Uh, is that the first official day? No, I today. I believe today is. Is it today? Yeah. Okay. Twenty first is the. Either well, way, I think it's in April. It's springtime. I'm gonna I'm gonna vet us on that. But yes, uh, it, it's feeling like spring at least, and we are. Having some good beers to go along with that. Now I know what Yesterday. many of you are thinking. Hmm, there's supposed to be a book report done. <laughs> well, someone on this podcast for all five of we you. We won't, know. we won't, uh, we won't name names. But one of us on this podcast, it was Bonnie, has not finished the book. It was Bonnie, one of the two hosts. <laughs> so. We're here, I have not. and we have Great Lakes Brewing on the show this week. Had to switch things around. As you guys know, life gives you lemons. You have to switch things around. That's that's how the saying goes, that's right? That's how the saying goes. <laughs> but, you know, Rob, while you're thinking up new sayings, why don't you tell people where they can reach us on social media? Uh, download Untapped if you haven't already. Dub Beer Bros is our username. Email us to beerbros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and Google Podcasts. Twitter at the Beer Bros One. Instagram the Beer Bros Pod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and beer record videos on YouTube. Well done. Like I said, we have Great Lakes Brewing on the show today. We've got four beers. Uh, nice, solid variety here. Uh, we're just we're gonna have a good time here. It's uh, it's a solid variety to really kick us off into the spring season. Uh, it's a good way to start. Yes, yes indeed. But before we get into the beers, Rob, we got a little history to go over. We do. So Great Lakes started in 1988. It was opened by two brothers, uh, Patrick and Daniel Conway. It was uh, actually the first brew pub and craft brewery in Ohio. Because before 1988, Cleveland's brewing production had practically gone extinct. Uh, the last brewery before then closed in 1984. So 1988, a good year for craft beer. They were part of the class, class of 88. That's uh, true. Goose, Goose Island, Brooklyn Brewing, also part of that. The 2003 NBA draft of breweries. <laughs> All first-round picks. Um, so Patrick Daniel had the idea of jump-starting the brewing industry in Cleveland... Uh, when they wanted to, when they decided to open uh, Great Lakes, and as I think a lot of people know, you know Cleveland has had their share of struggles. Um, you know, business wise, LeBron's left. Yes. Twice. <laughs> uh, bad quarterbacks. Um, we're not gonna talk about the other. Yeah, we're not. Um, Baker's a great quarterback. Yeah, uh, but it was during a time where homegrown businesses, like I said, they really struggled in Cleveland. And, uh, you know, the brothers, they really wanted to change that. Um, they knew very little about brewing, so they needed a little help. So they called upon the brewmaster from the actual last operational brewery, which was Schmidt's Brewery, uh, to help them. So... When the Cottonways opened their production brewery and brew pub, they opened it with the value of sustainability. This is uh, 
and it's still I think rooted in them, rooted in their values today. But uh, they bought all used restaurant equipment and they renovated old buildings to make space rather than buy new or just built. Um, the building also has a historical uh, significance in that it is considered the oldest working bar in Cleveland. Um, it dates back to before Prohibition. Uh, they also source their food from local farms, and to help save water, they repurpose every last drop of beer byproducts into soups, uh, soap, and soil amendments, among other things. And another cool thing is I think, um, you know, a lot of their their brews are kind of in honor of, like, local roots, and they, like a lot of, like, young craft breweries, they kind of hopped on the European um, styles really to, to get started. So the, their, one of their first beers was their Elliot Ness Amber Lager, which was in honor of the Prohibition officer from Ohio who helped take down Al Capone. Um, he used to visit the bar quite frequent, frequently during the Prohibition. Do you know who played him in The Untouchables? It's uh, Kevin Costner, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's a great movie. Uh, so the early years, uh, in the first few years, you know, the, or their first year, they actually brewed less than a thousand barrels of kegged beers. Uh, they used screwdrivers to hammer bottle caps on on their beer. Doesn't sound safe. No. And what they would do, uh, just because I don't think they had a distribution network, they would hand deliver their bottles to their re- retailers. I think they also wanted to make sure that everything stayed fresh. So in 1990 is really when it took off, though. Uh, they introduced Dortmunder Lager, which, spoiler alert, is one of the beers we're having today. Uh, the lead, Rob. It wins the gold medal at the Great American Beer Festival, and that's really what helped uh, take them off, amongst other awards. So popularity grew, and uh, in 2010, they reached... 100,000 to 100,000 barrel mark and kind of going uh, later in the history 2018 Pat and Dan introduce an employee stock ownership plan for their employees so now the brewery is truly employee owned so I mean just like Woodman's yeah just like Woodman's because we're employee owned that was your best Woodman's approach give me your best Woodman's I, I, I really don't want to now I'm going to butcher this. Better products, better prices, because we're employee-owned. That was good. Don't sell yourself short, Rob. That was good. That was magical on this Monday. Thank you. I liked it. Very Very good. Very good work, Rob. Good work. Thank you. Yes. So, we have four beers today. Uh, One of them being Dortmunder Gold Lager, as Rob said. But the other ones we have, Crushworthy, a... Citrus wheat, a locale citrus wheat ale. Uh, Dormunder, obviously, a gold lager. And we have Burning River, a pale ale. And then we have Great Lakes IPA. So, nice little eclectic group here of beers. I'm very excited to get into it. Yeah, me too. Been a while since I've had a Great Lakes beer, I feel like. Probably since their Christmas IPA or Christmas beer. That was last. That was the last Great Lakes beer I've had. So, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, here we go. Would you like to pour or read first, Rob? Uh, I'm going to pour this one. 
Here you are. Do you believe in love at first sip? With a lightly filtered body and a sweet kiss of orange, it's more than a crush. It's your new main squeeze. <laughs> ah. This is 105 calories. That was cute. 4% ABV, so should be very crushable. Rob, what do we got in the can here? I mean, classical looking can, I feel like it's... I, um, I get kind of revolution vibes from, from this, though. Like the freedom of speech? Yeah, yeah. I, it's not... I thought it was freedom of peach. Well, it's speech, but it's spelled S-P-E. It's like uh, a peach. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. But I kind of get that, uh, you know, you got like the vine with the, it's like a heart-shaped orange that's cut in half. Yeah. Um, you got, got a arrow little, through it. Yeah, with, with, the, uh, with the wheat on the end of the arrow. Um, very classic kind of uh, logo, I, I think, that Great Lakes has. You know, it's just kind of like a black shield with the wheat on the left and right side. Um, kind of classic type of... Uh, lettering as well mm -hmm. um i feel like i don't know if they've really rebranded a lot in the past or in the recent years so I don't, I, I don't pay as much attention to great lakes as i do others i feel like this one or for like great lakes this is the only like type of fashion i've really ever seen like their stuff in but i think it's a classic look i i really like it what do you mean fashion these are all different than this one i'm talking about the the actual logo like oh, Great Lakes. You oh, know, I thought, like you're, I thought you were talking about the can designs. I was no, like, oh, these I mean, all look pretty different to me. No, no, just like the shields, yeah. pretty much. Uh, I mean, like they, Goose Island has changed the goose th like look throughout the years. They've they gone got, with different like neon colors and one. stuff. So, but yeah, I, I like it. It's it's like a classic look to it. Let's smell the beer. Ooh, okay, nice. Yeah, you get that nice little citrus smell right off the bat. Not too overpowering. No could be a candle it smells like yes only a candle <laughs> smells uh smells like just like a nice summer day it could be a soap like. too no it's not a soap if you had to pick one of these beers to be a soap i no, think you would pick this none one. i would just use soap like a normal person <laughs> you're not gonna get me kind of um i don't really get like a wheat ale type of like uh, like uh, s smell to it i feel like it's i mean the citrus is going to be the stronger i can smell a little bit of like weediness to it but you know like upon first smell would you guess this is a weed ale i i feel like i'm like i would guess this is more like a sour no i would probably it, sours sours have a much more distinct like smell to it than this this is this is more subdued this smells similar to a 312 I feel like I get a little more weediness with 312, but... Well, yeah, well, this, that's because it doesn't have orange in it. True. Well, Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Okay, the taste is definitely sourish. I, I wouldn't say it's that sour. I'd say it's tart. Yeah, I would say more tangy than tart. It's not... It's not like overbearing. It's just kind of re it's more refreshing than anything else. It is. Um, it is missing something though. Well, I think part of it is that where the the taste is a little more subdued, just because it's considered like a low cal beer. How many calories in this thing? One hundred five, I believe. One hundred five. Okay, so I got a feeling that's kind of, you know, that's probably the reason why I I'd be curious to taste just to like their standard like citrus weed ale if they have one of them one of these or if this was just uh i think this is like a standalone yeah 
Um, this is not like a one-off of like a previous citrus wheat ale, but, um, I mean for a locale beer, it's, I feel like it does separate itself from like other locale beers we've had before on the show. It, I mean, with the citrus taste, the orange taste to it, I think it definitely gives it a leg up on others. Yeah. They definitely leaned on that to kind of help. Yeah. Something like Dutch shoots where like there really wasn't any flavor to it. Uh, this is definitely better than that, but maybe something like a, like a low sun from bells. I think that uh, was better than this. Yeah. I'm trying to think about the other one we had that was really good. Um, we have it, we have it written here for a reason, folks. Uh, the the daytime IPA, I mean, both are daytime is, yeah. Yeah. I I would say both of those are better, but I think I would say this is better than Dutch shoots or even, uh, Walker Flyjack. Um, yeah, I, I would say the same. I, I think I think that again that citrus note helps it a lot. Uh, I definitely think this is like a perfect like kind of summertime beer. I could absolutely see myself getting a six pack of this or getting this on tap and enjoying this on the patio. I'd be curious to try it on tap. Um, I think you'd pick up a little bit more on a lot more flavor. Okay, maybe more weediness. I I don't get any kind of weediness. I feel like with with the flavor i i feel like i just get kind of get citrusness and like and tartness mostly mostly but it's an, it's a perfectly enjoyable beer rob if you were to sure. pair this with something oh man um i'm trying to think like like summer foodish like i but uh i guess let, let's go like like you're at a Maybe like a backdoor, like a, a backyard barbecue, um, and I mean, I guess pretty much any kind of like, I guess barbecue food, like <laughs> this is not going well. Uh, I'll, I'll go ribs on this for my barbecue food. Long, long path to take the, the yeah. ribs here. Um, I mean, I certainly do think this would be a good with with a lot of barbecue, uh, especially that like. Like a tangy barbecue sauce. Um, I'll go with you know, kind of st- sticking with like a patio. Maybe you're like out somewhere. You're ordering. Maybe you don't want like a dinner. You want a little app. You're gonna get some chicken wings. Okay. I think, like I a like good that. chicken wing. Yeah. Get a uh, maybe a uh, lemon sauce. pepper yeah. a dry rub. Or if you want to do more of a barbecue kind of sauce. I don't know if the heat will work with this as well. Just because I don't think it'll. I don't think you'll get a coolant as much. Yeah. I think you're going to want to focus on the flavor over the heat yeah. on your on your wing sauce flavor. But, uh, yeah, I think, I think that would pair very well. I agree. Nice. Rob, are you concurring that spring-summer is the optimal time for no, this beer? No, it, it's the winter when it's, like, negative 15. This will warm you up. This will warm you up, <laughs> no. yes. Yeah. I, I feel like you could really even drink this in, like, the dead heat of the summer, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, this would be very refreshing during yeah. that. It's definitely a beach beer, I, f- I feel. Uh, yeah, I could absolutely see myself bringing this to the beach. I think that's, like, the most optimal place to, like, uh, to drink this. Okay. Rob, what are you scoring this? So, I did have, you know, I had to look back because I definitely don't want this scoring higher than Low Sun. I, I scored Low Sun 3.71. I still really like it. Um, so, here I'm going to go with a 3.53. I do want to try this on tap. Yeah, I would absolutely want to give this a shot on tap. Uh, I think I think there is just that like one little piece of the puzzle missing. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe you get that more on tap. I do enjoy this. I would agree. Bell's Low Sun is is better. It's 
a little bit more uh, crushable, I would say. Yeah. I'm going to give this a 3.46. I enjoy this beer, but I do need to try this on tap to get a full picture of this. Agreed. Rob, any last notes here on crush-worthy uh, locale citrus wheat from Great Lakes? The only thing I, I, the only other point I would say is maybe the tartness might wear on you at one point. You might have to switch it up to something else on a hot day. Good to know. That's it. Wise words. All right, let's move on to Dortmunder Gold Lager. Am I pouring? Yeah, you got it. A classic award-winning balance of sweet malt and dry hop flavors. Proudly waving the flag for Cleveland and refreshing beer drinkers everywhere since 1988. So. Give us a second. Hold on. Is that mine? Yeah. Thanks for the phone, man. I know you'd like it. <laughs> I do, actually. Um, so I guess I, I was wrong in the back, the, the history. I think I did say that they introduced this beer in 1990. Um. It does sound like from the description, this was one of their very first beers. And a little fun fact, it used to be called the Heisman Gold Lager, named after John Heisman, who the award, uh, the you know the collegiate MVP award is named after. Collegiate football. Yes. Sorry. Not overall. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, Who's your favorite Heisman of all time? Oof. Um... And Jordan Lynch, sadly, did not win a Heisman for that to be the answer. Uh, kind of feel bad for Reggie Bush now with everything that's gone down. Reggie Bush. You know, like recently with now that players can make money off their names. I kind of feel bad for the guy. I mean, that dude was a beast at uh, USC. Yeah. Oh, he was one. He was one of the best. All right, Reggie Bush. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's take a look at the can here. Uh, very, very cool can. Uh, you got the gold, the gold medal yep. front and center. I feel like that's um, always been on the can from, I mean, I, I've definitely had this beer before. I don't think I've ever seen this look change. No. Yeah. It's, uh, very, very bold too. You get that, it is. you get that yellow background there. Like, I feel like this is like, like a beer you would get at the end of a marathon. I've never yeah. ran a marathon, so I don't think they give you beer, which like, <laughs> obviously by me saying that this is a beer you would get at the end of the marathon is a pretty good hint that I don't run. Uh, but I, it, it just it looks like, you know, just because of the gold medal. Just yeah. looks... and how fitting. That's a gold medal for a gold lager. You think that's... You don't think. No. No. Well, next you're going to tell me Bruce Wayne's Batman. <laughs> uh, 5.8% ABV, so pretty, pretty easy going. Yeah. I mean, uh, a little higher, though, for... I feel like... Usually, easy drinking lagers are kind of around four point five to five, right? Isn't this? Yeah, I feel, like, I feel like higher? I feel like Dortmunders are a little bit more. Uh, I think they, I think they they kick it up a little bit yeah. in terms of in terms of that. But let's Evidently. take a look at the beer itself. You got that nice kind of amber color to this. It definitely uh, doesn't look like a golden lager. I feel like no, it's it kind of has like an American IPA type of look to it. A little bit. Um, but I also got a decent foam head from Joe. You're welcome. So did you actually. I give good head. What can I say? Um, <laughs> smell wise, you get a little caramel smell on there a little bit. Ooh, yeah, you do. It's very, um, it's very good. Very malty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, very, this is very malty. I, 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 I'm sure I've had this. I, it's been a hot minute since Same. I've had like 
a Great Lakes beer. So I remember the first time I tried it, I did not like it just because I think I was looking for a more easy drinking. I remember this being more full flavor for a gold lager. Well, Rob, there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, that's tasty. It is very good. Honestly, it's kind of more refreshing than Crushworthy. Like I oh. just, I like I. Okay. It, it might it, it might sit a little heavier, but like I just I feel more refreshed drinking this. Like interesting. I'm gonna disagree, but it's definitely better tasting. Yeah. I think that I think it's just an overall better beer. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, more calories. It's better. Um, <laughs> calories don't count on Monday, so it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, this is a really this is a really good beer. It's it doesn't have a heavy mouthfeel. It goes down pretty. It's it's pretty crisp. I would no. say, and I um, feel like it does kind of leave a little bit of an aftertaste, but it's pleasant. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a little multi multi aftertaste in the back of your tongue that just yeah. it's but it's it's not bad. Yeah, no, I would I would absolutely. I've said yeah, no, a lot of the show. <laughs> um, no, yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's it, very enjoyable. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, speaking of bells, happy Oberon Day. I believe today's Oberon Day. It is happy today. O- happy happy, happy Oberon Day. Um, for all that celebrate. <laughs> yeah, it's a very, very good beer. I like this. I really like this. Yeah, there's there's so many different vibes I'm getting with it. Like, I feel like a campfire like would be kind of even perfect for this just mm-hmm. because campfires in the summer, you know, just because it's still... Pretty warm, but the air is going to be a little cooler out. The maltiness will kind of keep you, kind of gives that warmness to the beer, but it's still light enough where you can drink it in warmer weather. So yeah, I can, I can absolutely see that. Uh, I think probably limited in like July, August. Sure, like, not might the, sit a little heavier, but uh, you know, yeah. like like right now where it's like in the sixties, seventies, I think that's going to be the perfect weather for that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Rob, if you were going to pair this with something, what would you pair this with? I feel like I got to go a burger. Should've, I, I should have gone first. <laughs> uh, I I really want like like a char grilled burger too with yeah. it. You know, with uh, with sm- some raw give me a onions. Smash burger on there. Smash burger, okay. Not like the I mean I like the chain too, but just like like a like a smash burger. Sure, yeah, but I know what you mean. Yeah, with the uh, the uh, the crispiness on on the end yes. of the burger. Yep. Um, I feel like either that I could go Portillo's. I could even go a butter burger from Culver's, and I think it would pair well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll go slash. Oh, yeah, um, I'll go hamburger. Yeah, I'm gonna go che- cheeseburger. I'm gonna go cheeseburger. Uh, sh- yeah, I should I shouldn't have let you go first. I had a feeling you were gonna say burger. Um, I don't know. Let's go. Hot dog, brat. No, no. Let's go Polish. Uh, I'll go. So, I'll go something crazy. Crazy. I don't know. K K Razzy. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Look, I don't know, maybe like a some kind of spud. Uh, maybe not many places you go to will have like loaded baked potatoes. But you want to you want to get like a nice baked potato. Interesting. Let's let's go with a baked potato with this Dortmunder. That's that crazy. That's definitely a very different food pairing. Yeah, you know, had to be different. <laughs> Throw some sour cream in there. Little chives on there. Little bacon. Uh, no bacon. That's disgusting. Um, <laughs> excuse me. We mentioned time of year. Uh, obviously, I, th- I think summer to spring, summertime. I think you drink this in the fall too. I, I, like okay. I can see myself drinking this during a tailgate. Uh, very, very enjoyable. 
I don't, yeah, I don't disagree with you. I feel like, um, I feel like Dortmunder is kind of a good, like, change up also from Oktoberfest beers. Like, yeah. you know, let's say they're starting to get that maltiness. Yeah. Yeah. You still get that maltiness that you're, um, you might be missing, but with maybe a little, it's a little lighter in the stomach. <laughs> just a bit. Just a bit. Um, uh, yeah. No, a very good beer. Uh, Rob, what are we scoring? Dortmunder Gold Lager. Uh, this is definitely or libel territory, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to go with a 4.21 here. I do really like this one. Yeah, I could see myself definitely, like, grabbing a six-pack of this yeah. and just, you know, especially during the fall, maybe I'm, maybe I'm sitting watching the games. Get a six-pack of this, I could definitely see myself just sitting on the couch for seven hours of commercial-free football, <laughs> drinking some myself some Dortmunder Gold Lagers. I'm going to give this a 4.36. Okay. Very, very good beer. Yeah. Uh, Looking forward to having that on tap sometime. Yes, absolutely. I think we got to go to Cleveland. I think we do. I don't, there's you, definitely up, other breweries too. Guardians game. The Guardians sure, game. Sure we're on top of that. Yeah. Um, it's pretty cool actually. The drive into Cleveland, uh, the main highway that runs through the city, is right next to Progressive Field. Oh, so really? Like oh, you can see cool. it as you're driving through the city. It also sits right next to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, so it's definitely worth. A weekend trip. Hmm, okay. I know a lot of people kind of shit on Cleveland, maybe, but... Maybe we'll run to LeBron. Maybe. Or, um, Probably not. Or Lori Markinen. Yeah. Or, uh, oh God, who's the guy? Who, who's the guy that was getting roasted for his outfit? Jerron Gilbert? Something Gilbert. I don't know, basketball players as well. Okay, well, we'll Jose figure Ramirez. out. Jose Ramirez. Yeah, we can run to Jose Ramirez. Uh, <laughs> Miles Garrett. Yeah. There's, there's another one. There's no hockey players. Baker, oh... Yeah, we can still run to Baker. We know where he lives. <laughs> For the time being. <laughs> All right. Well, that enough sports talk. That was sports talk. Yeah. Also, we were dead wrong on our brackets. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Let's, let's, any last notes here on Dortmund or Goldlog? No. I'm, uh, I'm ready to move on. Let's get to Burning River Pale Ale. What you got for the description? Greetings from Cleveland, where an infamous river fire rekindled appreciation for our region's natural resources, like the malt and hops illuminating this pale ale. I think so, that was my best crack of the year. I that was too. I, I got I got I got the water in my ear. I really can't hear <laughs> unless I turn my head. Six um, percent ABV. Rob, tell us about this can. I like this. Damn. I mean, there has to be some like historical. Uh, Oh, Jesus. I w- there I go, not listening. <laughs> but you got the fire burning on Lake Erie, um, right by the bridge. That's I don't know if it's, I think it's a river. I don't think it's Lake Erie. Oh, you're probably right, actually. Yeah, it's probably. <laughs> or infamous river fire. Re- but, I mean, this thing is, I mean, if that's not eye-popping. That's, like, that'll grab your attention. Yeah, that'll grab your attention. You got, it looks like kind of like there's a sunset going on, too. Um, everything's very, yeah. like, orangey. You got the bridge here. This is, um... It's the Guardian Bridge, I believe. That's where the Guardians are, like, at. That's where the name came from. Ah, you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. I don't know if it's called the Guardian Bridge, but I know there are Guardians on a bridge. Interesting. Okay. All right. Uh, like I said, 6% ABV. Ooh, this is a, like, like it's a, it's like an orange beer. Like it's a very orange tinted beer. Yeah, it's like an it's a more orange. I don't know if it's the light that's hitting it, but it's yeah, it's like really orange. Oh, that smells good. That's piney. That's very piney. Piney, you get like a like, a, like that fresh like a hop smell too. Yeah. Do you get a little citrusness? 
Yeah, well, yeah, I think it's it might be like a citra hop. Uh, take a look at this thing. Yeah, mm. citrusy and piney. Okay. Yeah, this smells really good. This is a great candle. Nothing else. I, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you there. No, <laughs> this is definitely not a soap. You the first one's a soap. You don't want to smell like this. Well, Rob, there's only one way to find out. The Cheers. taste, though. Cheers. Boy, does that pack a wallop. Ooh, that is, yeah, that is. Wow. That hits your tongue right away. That is, is very strong, but enjoyable. A little like Antihero? No. As far as the Anti tiny and citrus. Antihero is more bitter. But as far as like, like I said, the piney and citrus notes. No. <laughs> I'm never going to get you to agree to it. To relate anything to anti-hero. Because it's it, it's like relating things to Michael Jordan. It's impossible. It's the GOAT. <laughs> um, there's definitely a little bit, I, I would say, with like a malty aftertaste with it. I think well, that kind of sticks around. Yeah, a little bit. But it's it, it's very subdued. It, it doesn't say, like, it's not sitting in the back of your throat. It's more, no. it's kind of like slowly fading out in your tongue. Yeah. It's very enjoyable, though. Mm. I mean, this, it definitely taste punches your tongue. Mm -hmm. Did you say taste punch? Yeah, taste punch your tongue. Interesting, I like this. You like that? I like that. That was good. I just thought of that. Can we TM that, too? I don't know if we have the funds for it. We're spending That's a true. lot on that TM for Deceptively <laughs> Smooth, Rob. Um, Bonnie, get to work on that. <laughs> get a surprise. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I, it it is a very strong taste, but I think it's yeah. I, I don't think it's too overwhelming. No, um, I already have my food pair. Go ahead. You want me to go? Are you sure? Yeah, I don't, you don't have think one. I'm yet. gonna. Okay, so I'm gonna go with like a like a brat or a Polish. I feel okay. like uh, I I probably could drink this at a baseball game. I think it's more preferable probably at like a football game though. But um, you know, I I feel like some. Some kind of I think uh, be a good, Dijon mustard. I think this would be a good that. April or September baseball yeah, game. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, either if you're going Polish, grilled you know, grilled onions, you're going brat, uh, throw some kraut on there. You know, obviously mustard. Uh, I think it's just going to pair perfectly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely like kind of a spicier brown mustard. Yeah. Huh. This one's tough. I mean... I feel like I'm like leaning heavily on the appetizers this this show. I I don't know if I would want this with like a burger. I think I think the taste just because of how powerful the taste is. Like I think it will, I think it will overpower really most things you're gonna eat unless you're doing like a like a grilled onion sauerkraut stinky mustard kind of like another really sure. strong tasting thing. Yeah, I I think this would be a good like big soft pretzel beer. I, think I like this would that. Go perfectly with it. Get it, get a fresh, uh, fresh pint of it, and get get yourself a big ass pretzel. Yeah, I think I think that would go perfectly well with with each other, especially that, like especially you get like kind of more of a, um, uh, I guess like more like sourdoughy kind of pretzel. Okay, you know what I'm talking like, like it's a little Ooh. bit darker. Uh, maybe I'm thinking of the different term for it. I feel well, this is completely unrelated. Okay, but to go along with your pretzel. <laughs> I feel like this beer is perfect for a beer cheese, for that yes, pretzel. Yes, I could absolutely. Yeah, I could absolutely see this being a really good beer cheese. Um, 
one of these days we're gonna have to make a beer cheese, and it's we gonna will. turn out terribly. Oh yeah, but I mean, we'll still have fun making it. Yeah, we'll drink the beer. We're, <laughs> we're gonna forget to add it to the cheese. Um, that's how we do. But yeah, I'll do. I'll do. A, I'll do a pretzel with Burning River beer cheese. Time of year wise, Rob. Time of year. I guess we um, kind of touched on it, but yeah, I'm gonna elaborate. Say, I'll say fall. Um, yeah. just, just because of that pininess, um, you know, it is, it is going to run heavier on you, I think in the long run, mm. that's definitely not something you want sitting on you during the spring and the summer months. Right. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think it's kind of perfect for, you know, when you want to bulk up for the winter to stay warm. I'm always bulked up for the winter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's the can just with the fire on it. I think this would be a really good, uh, Hashtag always be, always be bulking. Hashtag uh, beef squad. Beef, <laughs> shout out the beef squad. Uh, I don't know if it's the can with like all the fire on it, but I think this would be a really good campfire beer as well. Yeah, I like um, that. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you though. I think fall is definitely good. I, I could see this being a, uh, it's on tap at like a sports bar on a Saturday. You're watching some college games. Yeah. You get you get a couple of okay. those and, and you, know, you get little apps for the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think this would be a great beer with that. Nice. Very Now, uh, score wise, Rob, what are we what are we scoring? Burning River Pale Ale. I definitely like this a lot more than um, Citrus. Or yeah, Crush World. Crush Worthy. Crush Worthy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go three point seven one here. I really want to try this on tap. I feel like it. I think you'll get. I think you'll get a lot more from. Yeah, especially because it's so strong right out of the can. Right. Yeah. I feel like I would even rank it higher from trying it on tap. Yeah, it's you know like I think it has the potential on tap to be better than Dortmunder, but right now I'm liking Dortmunder more. I think it has a little bit more flexibility in terms of when you can drink it. Right. Uh, So I'm gonna. I'm just gonna go slightly below. I do think this is a potential overliable. I'm gonna go right on the cusp. I'm gonna go four point oh seven. It's okay. right. It's right there, and it has room to grow. Okay. It's uh, it's a, it's like a, like a sixty overall prospect. Like, hey, you're doing pretty good. Like, you're, you're like starter. You're like oh, like fringe starter level. Yeah. We just refine your game a little bit. I think we can get you to be a starter. You can be a seventy. You can be, be all star, Dave. Aspect. <laughs> like like uh, Rincon. All right. Uh, that's, that's our that, That's that's baseball talk. <laughs> Rob, any last notes here on Burning River Pale Ale? I think that's it for me. I like it. Great Lakes IPA. Who's pouring? Is it me? Yes. Yeah, go for it. Uh, with a breezy, aromatic hop blend and clean malt flavor, our lightly filtered American IPA good. is as bright, bracing, and inviting as the beautiful lakes we call home. Sorry. This is a bit. <laughs> Give me a Surprisingly, second. this one's like the lightest in color. Yeah, it is actually. It's it's definitely got more of a brighter yellow hue, like a wit beer type of look to it. A little bit. Uh, it has a little bit more carbonation to it. I feel. Well, yeah, yeah, but definitely. Smell wise, though, I got that right when I cracked Whoa. the can. That oh, smells, that smells amazing. delicious. Um, before we jump into that, though, let's take a look at this. I love this can. This this screams me like summer vibes right here with like the beach out beach lake house yeah. kind of deal going on. You got the Cardinal Terrible Bird uh, on there. <laughs> you got like the, you got the, probably Lake. Maybe, maybe, yeah, probably Lake, right? Probably Lake Erie, yeah. yeah. Probably a Lake. You got like the little sailboat. Kind of reminds me of um, 
Three Sheeps, uh, West Coast, uh, or oh, Fresh Coast. Fresh Coast, the, yes. Similar kind of can vibe yeah. with that, with like the boats on it and stuff, but very nice That's looking can. Good pull, like from the old, good pull yeah. from the old memory bank. That's a good huh? pull, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let, let, yeah, let's get back to this beer. This smells, this smells, it smells amazing. Um, smells kind of like a hazy, like a well, lighter yeah, hazy. It, yeah, it has, yeah, it has hazy qualities to it. Uh, you look at the color, though, it's definitely not... Hey, actually, I think as we let it settle a little bit, maybe that's just because my hand was in there, it's a, it's a little bit darker than I originally saw it. I still see, like, the Allagash white type of look to it. It Yeah, it, it does have, like, kind of a white look to it, but it still has that yellow hue. Sure. And you got a nice steady flow of bubbles, too, from still coming out from that. Yeah, not too over the top. No. But, Rob, smells one thing, taste is another. There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Definitely a beer soap. Ooh, that. I'm trying to think what it reminds me of, but it is. I mean, it it's kind of reminding me of Fresh Coast. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, like it's very similar vibes with it. You get that kind of subtle citrus notes that I think, I think really works well with everything else that it has. It's almost like um, great, great smell. It's almost like Founders All Day. IPA had a baby with um, Le Juice. Interesting. Oh, those are that's it's those like, are two very good beers that you yeah. that that's like gosh, if like LeBron and Lisa Leslie had a kid, that, <laughs> that, that kid'd be the most amazing athlete in basketball ever. Or yeah. just athlete in general. Um, I feel like I've said LeBron too many times on this show, but it is a Cleveland brewery, so I feel like I have to say him. I get it. <laughs> <Makes sense. laughs> but I, uh, I I feel like it. it's just, it's very easy drinking. It is. Well, 6.5% 6. ABV, so kind of on the lower end of IPAs. Uh, I mean, only a little bit, a uh, little bit more than Burning River here. Yeah. But yeah, this is a very, very enjoyable beer. I could, you know, most IPAs I think it's hard to say can be a summer beer. I think this can be a summer beer. I think it could too. Absolutely. I mean, it's just, it drinks like a session, or like the mouthfeel and like the dare I say it? You can say it's it. deceptively smooth. It is. Uh, like this is, I could see myself going going to the lake, going to the beach. Uh, Ooh, you know, lake maybe house beer. Lake house, yeah, lake good lake house yeah. beer. Sitting, at the, you know, you got you having a bonfire. I think this yeah. would be a great beer for that. You're going golfing. I think this would be a good golf Ooh, beer too. Okay, hey, we're getting close to that season. We are. I got I got to get my clubs, but yeah, we're we're getting there. <laughs> I got to clean my clubs. Yeah, I probably should too. I throw them on the ground all the time. Um, food pairing wise, Rob, what would you what would you pair this with? I'm like torn here. Like I, I really am struggling with food pairing. If you have one in mind, nope. I was hoping you did. <laughs> um, it, it's so deceptive. Like usually with an IPA, I can like. I'll pair it with like an appetizer or something like that, just because you know IPAs kind of lean more heavy. This is just so so much lighter. It's uh, like, uh, uh, one popped in my head. Would you like me to go? Yeah, for it? go for it. Give me give me some brisket. Okay, I think this would go really well. Not a brisket sandwich. I don't want any bread with this. I, I just want brisket with a nice, interesting, nice little barbecue sauce on there. Maybe on the side we get what? What do I want to get on the side? We get some. We gotta get some fries. Yeah, get yeah. some fries. Let's get um. Let's get some. Let's get some like nice corn too, like a, like a okay, like you know like like barbecue the places they do like a. It's not like corn the cob. It's also not a lotes. It's like kind of in the middle. Yeah, it's like American a lotes. I guess a lotes. Any 
elote you get here is American elote, but <laughs> but like like just kind of like that like okay. little bit like Ooh. fiesta corn. That's what I'm th- that's what I'm looking at. Going that's off of that, I'm I'm gonna go uh, I'm gonna go tacos actually. Mm. I, I kind of like the there's a slight citrusness to to this beer and I think it would what pair meat? perfect. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, let's keep on the train of like barbecue. Let's do like pork tacos. Pastor. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like the. I like your style. That's my go-to. Yeah, I could. I could absolutely see that. This is just a very good beer. Yeah. Um. I mean, we we kind of touched on the time of year was. I like. I think this could be a very good summer beer. I agree. I, spring or summer. I mean, you you can't go wrong. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, score wise, Rob. This was where the is one. Great Lakes IPA going? So I'm only gonna put it a little bit lower than Dortmunder. Uh, just because I think Dortmunder is a little more crushable. Um, but I'm going to go 4.18. I mean, it's an over-reliable. I really like this one. This surprised an, me. This is an over-reliable. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm the resident hophead here. I love IPAs. Um, I I think I like this one more than Dortmunder. I think it, I think it goes down even smoother than Dortmunder. Yeah. Uh, I think it okay. I think it sits a little bit nicer too. I'm gonna go four point six one. I really like this beer. Uh, I mean, we we hit it on the head with all three. I mean, I even Crushworthy, which we didn't score super high, still very enjoyable. Yeah, Uh, we got a mix of four really good beers here, and I need to seek out more Great Lakes because I've so far never had a bad beer from Great Lakes. Elliot Ness is a delicious beer as well. Uh, and their Christmas ale is also really good. They have an Irish red ale that I'm drawing a blank on the name as well, but that one's really good. That's that one's like really malty and creamy. Um, yeah, they they don't make bad beer. <laughs> no, yeah, they. Uh, I mean, again, they've been around since 1988, so for a reason. They, yeah, they know how to they know how to do uh, do things right and catch us in Cleveland, per- perhaps 2022. Catch me outside. Ca- catch me outside. How about that? <laughs> um, very good beers. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. We're gonna have to do more Great Lakes on the show. Yeah, absolutely. Rob, anything else here on any any of these Great Lakes beers? Anything else that you want to talk about? I feel like I always kind of forget about Great Lakes whenever I'm at like a liquor store. It, yeah, it's just because I see their name everywhere, and I kind of think like I kind of want to go or levitate towards. Like I guess local, more micro. I think, like, and I just to try something new, but it it seems like I mean I tried a lot of new stuff, or I tried three new beers here today. I just I, it just never crosses my mind to pick up Great Lakes. Yeah, and you know I think like especially you and I, I think I know how you go to Binnings as well as we usually head straight towards the local section first, yes. and we're always kind of attracted by the new coming outs of Revolution or right. uh, Maplewood or, or somewhere else, yeah. so I never really do venture over to the other side, but, but yeah, I mean, Great Lakes is a, I mean, it's been around forever, uh, not forever, but it's it's one of the Since longest... Since the dawn of the craft yeah, beer yeah, I mean, industry. The, the, again, this is the Class 88, this is yeah. one of the one of the OG craft breweries. That's another TM. Uh, Class 88. Or for craft beer, craft beer class class eighty eight. <laughs> get some uh, get some shirts made out. Yeah. Uh, I, it's yeah. I, I I'm gonna have to find more, and we're gonna have to go to Cleveland soon. Maybe we maybe we try to catch a Guardians game this year. I'm down. I can go to go to can knock my fifth new stadium off. I'm like, nice. Oh yeah. All right. We'll, we'll discuss after the show. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, let's get into a little in other beer news. What do you got for us today? So. 
I did not really, I didn't really try anything new because, uh, if you guys remember from the last episode, I have a shit ton of Guinness in my fridge still, so I probably consumed way too many of those on Saturday night, uh, definitely, but like I said, I... You guys totally didn't have a tower of Goose Island hanging around. (laughs) Um, you know, I've mentioned on the show, Guinness is my top tier perfect beer like i will accept the hangover the next day no matter what so it was worth it so i got a few fun facts uh from uh little industry uh updates so i didn't know this milwaukee brewing company is up for sale oh wow um so i guess that's surprising because they they recently opened up their new brewery in in like it's very state-of-the-art so it'll be interesting to see who i mean that's a very good brewery I someone's gonna jump on that. Uh yeah. Um and then kind of going off of that, I guess Stone Brewing, another uh kind of like early pioneer of the craft beer industry, they're considering selling. Um uh, supposedly they... they're in some debt right now, so didn't they recently get bought by someone? Or didn't they buy someone? They might have bought someone. I know they owe some money, and that's part of the reason that they're considering a sale. Or am I thinking of Flyjack? I'll have to think about it. Uh, Maybe you're thinking of Firestone Walker? That's, it might be, yeah. I, I think there might be, I think Firestone Walker might be the one that's buying it. There, there's someone that's like trying to build a conglomerate out, out west of yeah. craft beer. Uh, okay, well, then they'll probably join that crew. Yeah, and then um, Dogfish Head, uh, I guess, partnered with Patagonia to release uh, their new beers, uh, Kernza Pills. I don't know if I know Patagonia's big thing is using like recycled fabric sweaters. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if there's any like, you know, sustainability effort with the re- releasing this beer as well. You know, so I I didn't really get a chance to look too much into it, but thought it was interesting. Usually you don't see a brewery pair with a clothing, a clothing company, yeah, to uh, release a beer. So don't think I've ever seen that ever. No, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Joe, what do you got? Cool. Uh, so, actually, last episode I we talked about Goose Island three one two Malore. Uh, well, guess what? I was at Goose Island this weekend. Uh, I went to their Clybourne location and they had three one two Malore on tap, so I had to try it. And it's been a few years since I had had it last, but I really enjoyed it. Uh, the it's a very subtle Malore taste. So if you're not a Malore person, don't worry. It's not gonna overpowered it's not gonna overpower and actually i feel like it brings out a lot more lemon flavor to the 312 which i i like it's very interesting it's just it it brings out it pops more in my opinion very it was very enjoyable um and then we've got a we've got a new beer here that this might be a i mean it's already entered old reliable status rob i gave you one revolution medusa hero uh i Loved this beer. Crisp, crushable, with just enough hot bitterness to round it all out. Okay. Uh, like This is one of my favorite additions to the Hero family in recent memory. I'm very interested to see how you like it. Uh, I mean, it's, you know, it, it's it's up there with Antihero. It's, like, if you're, like, talking about, like, Antihero, like, the greatest beer of all time, it's, like, Breaking Bad. <laughs> Medusa Hero might be, like, Better Call Saul. Not, not quite as good. As, as Breaking, Breaking Bad, Bad, but it's yeah. it's like like a step below. I really like this beer, and I plan to crush it many more times. I bought a lot of it. Interesting. Well, I cannot wait to try it. I do appreciate the. Uh... I, I I have to I had to get I had to get you in on it. <laughs> I had to get you in on it. Uh, but well, yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, very good beers. I will. Uh, I'll keep you posted. Well, I'm expecting you to have a big, big uh, another beer news next week. Oh, I will. I, oh, I, I will. I'm, I'm <laughs> expecting you're going to be in the land of craft beer, so I will. Um, I'm having a little uh, little trip up to Grand Rapids this weekend, and I will report back. No less try. than ten beers. Can you? Re- <laughs> Have to power through some of the some of those reviews on the show next time. <laughs> I've done it. I know you have. <laughs> <laughs> all right, um, all right. So coming up, our schedule is going to move around a little bit, but next week is going to be Brian's choice. Brian, uh, I know you're listening. You let us know what you want. We'll get it for you, and we'll uh, we'll do the show. And then the following week, we're gonna have our sour show with Vince. So yeah. we will uh, we'll do that. That's what was four seven. That was the end. Never mind. Uh, and then after that, we'll we'll try to fit in. We're probably gonna have the book report after the sour show. Sure. And if Rob doesn't have it done by then, he will have to take three shots of Malor. I think that's only a fair compromise. <laughs> three. For each time we've pushed it back. If we have to push it back again. God damn it. <laughs> Do we agree to these terms? No. Two. Two shots. One. There has to... Two. One. Two. I cannot agree. One and a half shots. All right, fair. <laughs> All right, one and a half yeah. shots of Malora if Rob doesn't finish the book by the time we do the next episode. Uh, and then we'll have a few others, and we'll, we'll figure it out. Yes. All right. Uh, Rob, anything else? That's it for me. All right, let's close this bad boy out. As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. And as always... Cheers. Cheers.